Hi, everybody, and welcome. I am Rachel Levy-Lesser. And I'm Stephanie Goldstein. And this is Life's Accessories, a podcast about accessories, clothing, fashion, and the stories behind them. We are not fashion designers. No, we are not. We are not even what some people may call fashionistas or fashion magazine editors, although I did really love working in marketing for InStyle Magazine way back in the day. And I love the September issue of Vogue. Who does it? We are simply two friends who love to accessorize and who remember what we wore on pretty much every meaningful occasion and sometimes the not so meaningful occasions. You can follow us on Instagram at Life's Accessories Podcast and also on Facebook and TikTok where we are currently spending a little too much time. We hope you'll stay in touch with us. We really would love to stay in touch with you because that's one of our favorite things to do. Um, So today we are going to talk about uh, an accessory that I think so many people feel special connections to, and that is bags. You can call them bags. You can call them pocketbooks. You can call them purses. Can you call them anything else, Stephanie? Uh, Oh, you can call them lots of things. You could call them but I think you've covered most of them. Cover them. Now, <laughs> I, I call them pocketbooks, which is what my mother used to call them. So maybe that makes me sound old fashioned. What do you call I them? Call them? I call them bags. I bags. call them bags. Yeah. yeah. Purse? purse? Not really. Yeah. That sounds purse? like I'm going out. Where am I going? I know. A purse sounds too Percy. Percy. <laughs> <laughs> too Percy. Kings 10, right? Too Percy. Totally. Exactly. So we could talk about bags all day long, but we're going to try to focus, which is sometimes hard for us to do sort of on our, I want to say maybe like our first big girl bag, if that makes sense to our listeners what we're talking about. So Stephanie, can you tell me about your first big girl bag? I would love to. So let me, let me go back a little bit. So after college, I moved to Washington DC for a marketing job in an architecture firm. And I had the most extraordinary boss, a wonderful mentor. And she always said to me, every year, Stephanie, I want you to buy something really nice for yourself. Now, this was my first job after school. I was making, I don't know, I think my salary might have been $24,000 at the time, which was nothing. And... um, I will go on to say that I realized and recognized and appreciated just how much earning my own paycheck was. For example, I remember sitting at my desk one day and I was staring at an Apple. And um, your Apple computer? No, no, a piece of fruit, a piece of fruit. Oh, so you're not saying the Apple 2 Plus? No, or the oh. Apple Classic, not the Apple Classic, or not <laughs> a Mac. A Apple, t- not a Mac. Not are we d- are we dating ourselves a little bit? I think so. We're t- we're talking Honeycrisp. I think it was a Honeycrisp, an actual piece of fruit, piece of fruit. And I remember thinking, I bought that with my own money. I was fully supporting myself, and that was really exciting to me. And um, when it came time to say, okay, it's you know time for my my big girl first bag, I went right over to Burberry. Yeah, you did. And I chose a sort of a, is it a hobo kind of bag? The one it goes over your shoulder. 
yes like a little the, slouchy slouchy a little a little slouchy but you know like had the it was the burberry plaid mm-hmm. in the sort of caramel tone with mm-hmm. with the red and the black and camel camel whatever it is um and it was delicious it was delicious like i your loved apple. it and I, just like my it was so crisp and delicious just like my apple and I loved it and I loved it and it meant so much to me and I was proud I was proud that um I was able to get something for myself that it was you know the result of my hard work that's awesome now did you tell your boss who was the person who told you to buy something nice for yourself I I definitely I did I did and she was super excited about it so you know those are those are things that we have to we have to treat ourselves every once in a while and, and take good care of others as well, of course. But, um, that was, that was a fun purchase for me. How about you? Tell me about your first, your first bag. My first bag. I know it's not so funny. It's like my, my first, I don't know. What do you, I don't know what you would call them. Um, to be, be fair, I was, I never carried a bag, pocketbook purse, whatever before, I was kind of a working gal out in the world. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I have a 16 year old daughter. She, I mean, she definitely doesn't carry a bag. They just have their phones glued to their hands. Right. There's no such thing as a bag for no. them. So I, I mean, I know there are some girls, young women who probably carried bags in high school and college maybe, but I was definitely not one of them. I was more of like the backpack to school and then even like the woven bag in college and whatever. But that's about as far as, as I went. Um, and when I first started working in New York City, I worked in magazine publishing. In my first job, actually, I did carry the tattered woven bag. I only worked at that company for a year. I'm not even going to name it because whatever, <laughs> not worth it. Right. Not worth our our podcaster, our, our listeners time, even though I have nothing bad to say. But my second job after college, and I worked there for a while, I worked for Time Inc., for a magazine company, which I loved. I mentioned in the intro that one of the magazines I worked on was in style. I worked on people magazine, teen people, people in Espanol life magazine, which our youngsters won't even know what that is. Right. Um, and sports illustrated sports illustrated for kids. Anyway, um, after being there for a certain amount of months and saving up my paycheck, you know, paying my bills and doing the adulting that we do. Yes, um, we do. Now I'm also going to date myself, but I think a lot of people will remember this is mid to late nineties, closer to the mids. And I wanted the Kate Spade black nylon bag. I know it. I know the bag. Now this really (laughs) became an iconic bag. I was living in New York city, as I said, and you, I would see them pop up here and there. Now I was never the first, never the first to get anything. So, you know, I felt as though my time was due. Um, and I did a little research back then in the 1990s, this black nylon bag started at $150, which was a pretty penny. Um, my starting salad, well, this was my second job. So it was a bit more than yours, but not exactly big box. Um, so I remember one night after work walking over to Bloomingdale's for my office and, First of all, every time I go into Bloomingdale's, which I love, I get a little distracted by the black and white checkers and the windows. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Especially after a long day of work. So I was a little (laughs) disoriented, (laughs) but but also excited. You know, you're going up the escalator, seeing the down escalator. Anyway, 
I went right over to that Kate Spade counter and I asked the sales lady um, to see the bag. And now I knew I, w- I got the big boxy bag. So yes. you really, it's definitely not a purse, right? A bag. And I used yeah. it for work and I bought it and I paid for it with all the money that I earned. Yeah. And I actually wrote about this in my book, Life's Accessories, a memoir and a fashion guide. You can all read about it in the chapter. Um, I think it's called like Kate Spade and Mary Tyler Moore. Yes. And it's, yes. It's, it's more about that job and all that entailed, which is a whole yes. other story. Yes. But this is a little embarrassing. Um, I wrote about it and I'm going to tell you guys about it. I ended up walking out of the Bloomingdale's that night feeling a little bit like our girl, Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, I get it. And I, I totally felt like, get it. Yeah. I felt like if I had a beret, I was going to throw it up in the air, but yeah. I kind of just like, you know, hugged my new bag and I felt like I'd made it after all. It's it's hysterical to me that you brought Mary Tyler Moore into it because that's exactly how I felt with whatever it had to, you know, whether it was the Burberry bag or the apple, not the computer, the piece of fruit, but it was, I had many of those Mary Tyler Moore moments and they were really special. And I think, I mean, our generation of women, I mean, I, I love Mary Tyler Moore and I think women older than us love Mary Tyler Moore. I don't know if, if younger kids watch it. I think also during that time in the nineties, Allie McBeal got to be a big deal. Yes. Um, prior to that, it was, um, Murphy Brown. She was a big deal. Yes. So yes. I just love those TV shows about the working gals and, um, you know, we still are working gals all these years later. Yes, Can I we say are. Gal? Can I say gal? I don't know. Can we say that? I I'm okay with it. You're okay with that. It's I'm kind of like it's kind it's of like saying it's kind of like saying purse. <laughs> Is it too galley? It's a little galley. It's a so little galley. Do, do you still have the Burberry hobo slouch bag? I don't. You don't. Yeah. I That's don't. Okay. I don't. Do you, do you, do you still you have your Kate, Kate Spade? I don't know. I you don't I, know where I it is. I, I don't know where it is. I don't know if I sold it. I don't know if I donated it. I don't know if I gave it away. I hope I don't somebody know. out there is enjoying it. I hope so. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. I, I bet she is. I was, um, I was no longer, it no longer brought me joy. And so I oh, was ready to move on. For, do we I think po- we did. I think we, that's what I think we, <laughs> I think we just did do that. Yes, we did. Well, I'm proud of you. And Thank you know, you. I actually sadly do not have my Kate Spade black bag anymore. Do you know I, where it is? I where don't. it went? I yeah. I either sold it or donated it. Um, but it also got pretty beat up because it was yeah. a take to work every day. Yes. And warning another movie TV. Well, it's a movie reference. I was like Melanie Griffith and Working Girl, where I did wear the sneakers, right? The shoes, I had the shoes in the bag. So it yeah. got kind yeah. of beat up. And then oh, I, I bet. Yeah. So it, but it did come with me. I actually went to grad school. I got my MBA after working in New York. So I did bring it to school thinking I was going to use it as a school bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds so juvenile. School bag. But uh, I didn't because I was in grad school and I wasn't wearing a Kate Spade bag in grad school. I had like a North Face backpack backpack of yeah. course and yeah. I threw my laptop in there so, but it did then move with me again and I think I did use it as a work bag for a number of years but eventually it had to it had had it yeah. yeah I mean I get it and I think for me my bag I associated it with a with a, a much younger time in my life 
life. I'm 110 years old right now. So basically, <laughs> you look amazing. You look amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. But, but I, I think it, you know, it had sort of, you know, run its course and, um, I associated it with a much younger period of my life and, um, it didn't fit where I was in my life when I decided to say goodbye to it. Yeah. But you always have yeah. the memory of it. I do have the memory yeah. of it. Now, and, I... and of course, if I had daughters, you know, I could say, oh, maybe I'll save it for my daughter, but I have two boys. So that threw that out the window. Um, can we discuss the Merce, the man bag? <laughs> we can. I think there was a Seinfeld about that. I think so. I think so. You know what? What do we think of it? What do we Obviously, think? no judgment. If you're no. carry a bag, I don't care. Carry it. Carry it. Absolutely. Yeah. Carry it. I don't want to ruin any, um, any surprises for any future shows, but obviously we're doing an episode about the fanny pack, which is now cool. And now called the belt bag. Oh, isn't that an interesting repositioning please. Isn't it though? Oh, I have so much to say on the topic. Yeah. Well that we'll leave that for a later date. Now I do have a daughter and a son and I have tried to give my daughter some of my old bags because Yes. How, I mean, you don't need to be the same size, you know, whatever. But as I said, they don't really carry them these days. But I will say she did get as a bat mitzvah gift. Um, shout out to my my parents, good friends, the Cohens. They gave her a lovely Kate Spade crossbody bag. Oh, how nice. And she does use that. It's little. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I borrow it from her. So back to Kate Spade though, I do have, so, well, I feel like Rebecca and I share that bag. Let's say we share that. Thanks, Mr. Mrs. Cohen. Um, But I also have a Kate Spade, um, just a a little handbag that's Mm -hmm. dark green. It's like a felt and it's small and I'll take it out at night. And it's so old. It was bought in 1998 as a present from my mom. Oh, wow. So I do use that. And I do think Kate Spade is timeless. And obviously, you know, Kate Spade, her whole life story came up in the news several years ago after she tragically died. Right. And I actually was doing a little bit research research on her for this show. And to go back to the 90s, I know I'm a little bit all over the place. Her bag in the 90s really did become iconic for young working women. Absolutely. you know, it was sort of like a, you've made that it bag was, all. That, that bag was everywhere, everywhere. And it, it truly was, was. It was an investment starting at $150, but it wasn't unattainable. Like the yeah starts with the B, ends with an Irkin bag. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's- She who shall remain nameless for yeah, now. We, we really can't speak <laughs> of that right now. <laughs> Not right now. No, 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 no. We haven't been on the air that long. No, 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 no. That would- we, that would require like sensors or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it is interesting though, because even though, and shout out to the good people at the Kate Spade company, even though Kate Spade was such an iconic brand that came on the scene in the 1990s, it still exists. And there's Kate Spade boutiques all over. Yes. And it's more than just bags, there's shoes and uh, planners and just so many things. So I think I, while I love the the bag that my daughter has and the bag that I have by Kate Spade, I think because they're beautiful, I think there's also a special place in my heart for them because of yeah. my first Kate Spade bag. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it makes sense, right? If they're all, those memories are all interrelated and um, it's 
it's it's nice to hold on to those accessories that you know give you those memories which are so dear and precious that's true do you yeah. feel that way about Burberry a little bit I mean Burberry's such a classic um it is a classic it's interesting I don't have the same affinity toward mm-hmm. it I, I really that. don't and yeah um for no particular reason other than I just don't um also with I the love Burberry it. plaid, sorry, I think we've mentioned yeah. this before a little bit. You can't overdo it with the Burberry plaid. Well, you certainly can, right? So, um, you know, are you going to walk around with the purse and then the trench coat with the lining and the scarf and the, right, the list goes on. So for me, I think where I landed was that it was almost, well, it was too recognizable. The plaid it was too much. Perhaps. Have you ever have you ever seen anybody wear the plaid button down Burberry <laughs> shirt? Sorry yes. if you have one. It's yes. too much. It's too much. It's really beautiful, but it is a lot. It's a right. lot. I love I love when the images pop up in the in the holiday catalogs with the little girl and the little boy wearing the Burberry button down shirt right. or blouse. I mean, it's just it's incredible to me. Um, they they cater to everyone. Right. Well, the little boy and little girl can do anything. And you yeah. can see me now. Our listeners can't see me. I happen to be wearing plaid right now, but it's a flannel shirt, which yeah. <laughs> I never thought I would be in flannel after 1996. But here I am. Here you are. Here so you are. Perhaps another topic for um, another day. Who knows? That's right. That because would work. Because it is exactly. true that so many things that go in style come back come back, you know, they, totally they go in, they do. go out, they come they back. They totally in. do. And it's, it's funny. I mean, I I'm thinking about now, now I'm really thinking about this Burberry bag and thinking, should I have let it go? Should I have kept it? It was, it was getting a little worn, but it okay. was in relatively good condition. So why did I let it go? And I think, I think it goes to where you are in your life, right? Yeah. What do you, yeah. whether you keep an accessory or not, um, I had a different bag that I got rid of because I associated it and it was a really nice bag. I associated it with a really turbulent time in my life and I wanted it out of my closet. I think I'm Marie Kondoing again, again, here I go, but it's true. I, I can't believe bag. you said that. I looked at that bag and it gave me such agita. It really did. It really did. It I'm made feeling me so you. upset. Yes. I had a bag uh, probably about six years ago. It was a gray suede bag with the fringe. Remember the fringe was back for like the 500th time in history. I love fringe. And again, tough year for details. I I just, I can't get into it right now. Well, we don't know each other that well, guests, uh, viewers rather. Listeners, what am I talking about? Um, And I had to Marie Kondo that thing. Yeah. It's just that, that kind of is one of the, one of the reasons we started this podcast because of the connections we feel to material items for us, these are accessories yeah. and, and some clothing. And I, I hope that um, people can relate to that before we talk about some maybe upcoming guests and what's coming up next. Um, can I just ask you, Stephanie, and you know, we're sort of in this, I don't know if we call it a post pandemic world, whatever kind of world where we work from home, we sometimes go right. into the office. Are right. you carrying an everyday bag now for work or for going out? If you even go out, like what's, what's your MO right now with the bags? Hmm. I do. I, I go into the office from time to 
time and I carry, I actually carry a, a Neverfull, a Louis Vuitton Neverfull. Oh, okay. Um, I also carry a Tory Birch bag that it's more of a computer type bag. I forget the name of it. It's nice. Where you can fit your actual Apple computer, not your real Apple. Although you maybe you use, oh. do you use an Apple or do you use a, or a, a PC? A PC for work okay. and then right. Apple for home, but, but not a fruit that, anywhere. I could fit the computer and the fruit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But my Perfect. issue with it, my, it, it's funny. So now I'm at the stage of life where the Tory Birch bag is too structured. It's too corporate for me. It's not, it's not, um, the never full doesn't have much shape to it. Yes. And it just feels much more fun and relaxed and it feels more playful. And for me, where I am in my career and life is I'm here to live a life of play. Right. And um, have, and, and have joy and meaning in my life. And that's what it's all about. That, so that sounds, brings me joy. That sounds very good to me. Um, I am, if you're interested currently obsessed and I think maybe too much with the crossbody bags. I love the crossbody bags and I love them. I mean, I feel sort of bad for my hobo bags and my other handbags that only require a hand or a shoulder because if I've gotten lazy, I just want to throw it on. Yes. And be hands-free. Yes. Well, can someone please explain to me and probably to you why, for the love of all things, when we were carrying children around, and I'm talking toddlers, infants, that the baby bags were not cross-body? Now, I think Skip Hop was the first company to maybe come up. Remember? Remember that diaper bag? I had a Skip Hop. That was, I did too. I also had the Petunia Pickle Bottom. Do you remember Petunia Pickle Bottom? Yes. I do. I do. Well, my crossbody these days, I've kind of gone overboard with the adorned bags. It's A-H-D-O-R-N-E-D. I was trying to remember the name of it. It just came to me. And the great thing about them is that, um, and, you know, we're going to put a lot of this stuff up on our social and our website. So you guys can go and check out all these different brands. So, um, and we're not representing the companies. We're no, just, we, no. we are just two non-fashionista <laughs> friends. Yeah. Who like to talk. <laughs> we, are influ- we are not, we are not influencers. <laughs> no, because if we could get a cut on the Birkin bag, I mean, please, we could retire yeah. from the podcast, but anyway, so, um, the adorned bags, the great thing about them is that you can mix and match the straps and mm-hmm. the straps are really fun. And, uh, when I was in Savannah a few months ago, visiting my aunt Joe there, who's probably the best shopper and accessorizer known to man, she introduced me to a, another, um, strap that I could mix with my adorned bags, which is made by salt. Okay. The salt people should also check out the salt shop online because those bags, um, they're great. They're like the, sorry, not the bags, the straps, they look like hand woven, um, like tea towels almost, but they're straps okay. and they're very nice. thick. And I feel like when I put it on, I feel like I'm wearing like a very secure seatbelt. 
I, I feel like that. I feel like I your do- that. by the way, I feel like your dog is getting in on this conversation, which I'm totally open to because that I mean, is the life of a work from home I think, podcaster. I think I think the milk milkman just arrived. So right. you know, it's a big deal. It it's is a big, big deal. deal in this it house. Deal. Yes. Yeah. Because he leaves treats for them. Oh, that's so nice. It's really sweet. Yeah. yeah. They know yeah. they know what day it is. I know what day it is based on their barking. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, I think we're always sort of evolving in the bags that we carry. Some of them are triggering, as you said. Yes. But for so many of us, we do think back on that first, and for lack of a better word, I say this with love, that first big girl bag. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's fun to reminisce about those, aren't? isn't it? It's so much fun. It really is. Um, so I mentioned before, we are going to have some guests coming up. You're not just always going to be listening to Stephanie and myself, although I don't know, I hope it's not that bad. Um, so, um, we, um, have some exciting, uh, designers and some writers and, um, all different kinds of people from all walks of life here coming up soon on the life successories podcast. I'm really excited to talk to them. We're super excited. So lots more to come. And we are so appreciative of you tuning in today to hear us talking about our big girl bags. And we'd love to hear from all of you about your big girl bag purchases. Hashtag big girl bag. There you go. Is there one? Well, we just made, we just made it up. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye everybody.